Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Saturday episode, Ask Run Jump Stomp, Ask RJS. This is the episode where I take all of your thoughts, your uh, ideas, your contributions, and I put them on the show. We talk about all of the things that you guys have to say. Now, I have no idea how long this is going to go for. I've got a whole bunch of feedback from everybody, and for that I have to say thank you, but... There is a chance that I might take this episode and break it into two in or just in order to keep the the listen time down uh, because I don't like putting out shows that are too long. I find a lot of people see those really, really long episodes and then just say, you know what, I'm going to skip that one because it's it's too much of a time investment. Uh, but if I split it in half, the num- number of people who listen just go way up. So uh, let, let's get started. Um each each episode is, of this show is made possible by patrons like you. If you haven't already supported uh, by uh, going to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp, uh, you can do so and get all of my shows, including this one, ad-free, and it costs as little as a dollar. All right. Um, lastly, if you want to get your thoughts on the show, use the hashtag AskRJS on Twitter, and uh, I always do a search on Twitter for AskRJS before I record. I also... Check the uh, Discord channel over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There's a channel in there called uh, Ask RJS, and uh, sometimes I grab stuff from there as well. With all of that out of the way, let's get started. I first want to start with a tweet that came to me from Webhead, and uh, he is responding to the fact that I have uh, Joy-Con drift, which makes me extremely, extremely sad. Uh, one of my one of my Joy Cons. Uh, I talked about this on the show. One of my Joy Cons, uh, the left one, uh, is experiencing drift, and I realized this the other day when playing Animal Crossing with my family. Uh, but Webhead says right now I have two Joy Cons with drift. I used compress air lightly on the joystick, followed by a toothbrush scrubbing, followed by microfiber cloth, and recalibrated. Works now. My switch. Whenever not using is stored in the case to keep dust out. Drift sucks. All right. Well, first off, thank you very much for the advice, Webhead. I have not tried anything to try and fix the drift on my own. I haven't even tried to recalibrate. Uh, One of my friends who also listens to the show sent me a message on Discord, and he said, hey, man, try this. Uh, And again, I haven't tried anything mostly because I really don't play with the Joy-Cons all that much. I'm usually playing with, because uh, I don't play in handheld very much. So I, I honestly don't know how long I've been having the drift issue because I very rarely play with it in my hands. I'm almost always on a screen of some kind uh, and a, a like a different controller, like a Switch Pro controller or a, um, you know, the SN30 Pro Plus from 8BitDo. That being said, you know, thank you for the advice. I'm going to give it a shot. And if any of you out there uh, have had this issue with uh, Joy-Con drift and you have a solution, feel free to tweet it at me. Even if it doesn't help me, it might help somebody else. Uh, I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. Uh, we got another uh, tweet that's using the hashtag AskRJS. Uh, this one comes from Tom Ferguson. They said, me and my friends... We're discussing Nintendo's CEO saying that there are more Switch games in development than announced. We talked about what games we would like to see, and is there any that you are hoping for? 
Well, I don't I don't know what exactly I'm hoping for. One thing that I do know is that right now there are rumors. There's a lot of rumors about a bunch of different stuff. Uh, but there are rumors that we're going to be getting a compilation of old Mario games. And that has yet to be announced. Even though that has, quote-unquote, leaked, it could all be fake, but it's, quote-unquote, leaked. So I guess that that that's something that I don't want to say it's been announced, but it's it's not my own idea, all right? But the, the idea is that you got Super Mario 64, um, you know, Super Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy. Those three games are rumored to be coming to us uh, later on this year in a bundle for Mario's, I believe, 35th anniversary, which is really, really cool. And I would definitely be picking that up if that's true but you know this tweet got me thinking what um what would i do if or or what like if i was in charge what would i ask them to make and i i guess i i guess i have a couple of ideas i would love to see a new duck hunt game you know this you know something that has not been announced or rumored even at all I would love to see a new Duck Hunt game. This isn't the first time that I've talked about this. I think I talked about this back when uh, Smash Ultimate uh, was was uh, you know not even out yet, and we were playing or, or we were looking forward to playing. And I was like, "Well, the people that I like to play with are Pac Man and Duck Hunt Dog." Um, and so then it got me thinking about Duck Hunt. I would like to see a new Duck Hunt game that uses the Joy Cons. You know, as pointers, not really the best system, but I think it would be really fun. You know, especially if it was a cheaper price, I think that that would be uh, awesome. I'd like to see a new Duck Hunt game. I would love to see a new Excite Bike. It's been a long time since we've had an Excite Bike game, and I think that um, you know Nintendo could do something really cool. They kind of integrated Excite Bike into um, Smash. Uh, not Smash, into Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I actually was in Mario Kart 8, but, you know, they put it into Deluxe as well. I think that that would be really cool. But, you know, I would love to hear what everybody out there thinks. What are some, um, you know, here, let me uh, say this. I was on an episode of Breaking the Panel earlier this week. If you haven't checked that out, uh, go check out, like, wherever you're listening to this show, uh, go look for Breaking the Panel. And, um, you can also find it over at, um, oh my God, my brain stopped working gstu.net. Okay. But, uh, I was on an episode of breaking the panel and each, each episode, uh, people bring like a question to ask the other hosts. And my question was, if there was something that you could revive, like a TV franchise or a video game franchise or even a, like a book franchise or a set of movie franchises that has kind of died off, what would you revive? And I think that Kid Icarus would be awesome. I would love to see the Kid Icarus franchise come back. I would love to see Duck Hunt, um, Excite Bike. Um, oh, I got it. This is what I want. All right. Are you ready for this? RC Pro-Am. I want them to bring back RC Pro-Am. I loved RC Pro-Am on the NS, uh, NES when I was a kid. I think that that would be incredibly fun to bring back, especially if it still had that top-down view. Now, if you don't know what RC Pro-Am is, 
All I can say is that it was a top-down racing game where you drove radio-controlled cars, and it was basically Mario Kart before Mario Kart. Super, super fun, fun game series. Uh, There are two of them. The first one was the one that I played a whole bunch of. I never played the second one, but I would love to see RC Pro-Am come back. Anyway, I'm going to tweet a response to Tom's um, to Tom's message in a moment asking what are some franchises, some Nintendo franchises that have died off that you want to see make a revival. And uh, if you follow me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp, you will be able to reply to that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The next topic that was asked, this one comes to us from Branston on Twitter. They said, hey, Bill, Borderlands Collection and Bioshock Collection both come to Switch the same day. Which one slash none or both should I get? All right, this is a great question. However, I don't feel like I can really answer this question without knowing your tastes. So I'm going to have to give you an either or uh, scenario here. If you have never played any of these games... Uh, What I will say is that I have played Bioshock 1, and I have played Bioshock 3, and I ended up skipping over Bioshock 2 for some ridiculous reason. I don't even remember why I ended up not playing the second one. Uh, For Borderlands, I have never played the first one or the second one, and I picked up the third one on Google Stadia. And I have to say, uh, Bioshock 1 and Bioshock Infinite and Borderlands 3 are all really, really fantastic games. And I have played all three of those completely. Like I played through the whole thing and I had an absolute blast playing it. However, they are very, very different kinds of games and it is important that you understand that. If you are looking for a single player experience, which I honestly, I think on the Switch is better those single-player experiences are better than the multiplayer experiences. Multiplayer experiences on Switch tend to get irritating because Nintendo doesn't do things the way that I would like them to. Um, Animal Crossing is a huge example of that. But if you're looking for a really great single-player experience, I would recommend the Bioshock Collection. Uh, It is some of the best video game storytelling. Actually, I don't feel like I need to qualify it with that. It is some of the best storytelling that I have ever experienced playing through Bioshock 1 and Bioshock Infinite. And I really do not understand why I didn't play Bioshock 2 because the first one blew me away. I remember when I got that, we had an Xbox 360 at the time. And uh, I played it on my Xbox 360 in my living room and my wife sat next to me and she watched me play it. And she she watched me go through the whole thing. And I, like I still remember, and don't worry, I'm not going to spoil anything. But I still remember certain moments of that game where my jaw hit the floor. Not just because it was a pretty game or just because there was a cool action sequence. Of which, 
it was a beautiful game and there were tons of cool action sequences. But the storytelling like shocked me. It was so awesome and I had an absolute blast playing it. Then later on when I played Borderlands, uh, or not Borderlands, Bioshock Infinite, or as I like to call it, Skyoshock. I'm not the only person that it calls it that. Um, I had that same experience all over again. This time I had it on PC, uh, so it looked even better. And uh, it was just another amazing storytelling experience that I feel like is maybe unmatched with the Bioshock series. The storytelling is just so amazing. Now, let's go to Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 is a, uh, again, that's the only one that I've played of the three. It is a wonderful multiplayer-focused game. You Now, I, I played through the story on my own, However, there were also times where I, you know, grouped up with other people and we we had fun playing it that way. But then when you get to the end, that's when it starts because it's really more of a Diablo with guns where you are going in, doing a mission, getting a whole bunch of loot to make your character better so that you can do the next mission. And it's got a really cool, very, very extensible gameplay loop that you can play for a very long time. It's it's an amazing experience, but also incredibly different than, I would say, uh, Bioshock. Now, because Bioshock is so narrative-focused, when you finish it, you're done with it. And you might want to go back and play it again because the story is so good, just like you might rewatch a movie or uh, reread a book. But once you get to the end, there's not a whole lot new for you to experience. So if you're looking for something that's going to like really, really give you that bang for your buck for just the sheer number of hours of gameplay, then maybe the Bioshock collection, or, or I'm sorry, the Borderlands collection is the way to go. For me, what I would personally recommend, like if I were to, knowing what I know about these games... If I were to make a decision as to I'm going to buy this and not that, or I'm going to buy this on Switch and that someplace else, I personally would go with the Bioshock collection on Switch as it's a very narrative game and you can play it uh, in a very solitary way and you can experience the whole thing without ever having to connect to another person. It was also, you know, older um, like it came out on the Xbox 360 PS3 era. So it's going to run on the switch really, really well. And then if I were to play borderlands, I would recommend that you get that someplace else. For me, the reason the borderlands games, they tend to be very poorly optimized for the hardware that they run on. And so I'm going to guess having never played it on switch that, you'll probably have a better experience on Switch with Bioshock than you would with Borderlands. But guess what? Um, you can also, if you've got decent internet, you can play Borderlands 3 on Google Stadia if you don't have any other hardware than a PC, like a, even a crappy PC or a Chromebook, you can play Borderlands 3 on there. And if so, that's what I would recommend. I would recommend that you pick up Borderlands 3 
and have an absolute blast with it. Maybe skip one and two and maybe pick up one and two someplace else. I don't know. Uh, but pick that up on Stadia. And then on, on Nintendo Switch, I would go with the Bioshock collection there. Um, that's my recommendation, and that's what I would do. Uh, but I don't know your your particular situation. I don't know what, what hardware you have access to. Maybe you've got a PlayStation. If you've got a, play, a PS4, pick up the Borderlands uh, collection there and uh, pick up the Bioshock collection there. Because if unless you're going to play these games portably... I don't really see the reason to get it on Nintendo Switch myself, mostly because whenever I play my Nintendo Switch, I don't like to play first-person shooters in portable mode. The, the the It just doesn't feel comfortable with the position of the buttons and the stick. I prefer to play them on my TV, and if you have another piece of hardware that gets video games on your TV, then I would recommend doing it that way. Or like I said before, with uh, Stadia for Borderlands 3. Uh, let me know what you end up uh, picking up, though, Branston. I am very interested in what you think, especially as somebody... Listen, I got to tell you, ah, Bioshock. The, like, I can't wait to hear what you thought of, of Bioshock, uh, the original Bioshock. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, from what I understand, they are also selling Bioshock and Borderlands separately. So you don't have to buy the whole collection. You could just buy the first game, like just buy Bioshock by itself and see if you like it. And then if you do like it, then pick up the second one and the third one. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for the question. Nintendo has the most video game hits. Hogan's Alley, The Legend of Zelda, and more like Metroid, Brad Racer. And you can play them only on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I asked a question on uh, on Twitter, at RunJumpStomp. I said, rumors abound that we've got a bunch of EA titles coming to Nintendo Switch. I would love to see the Mass Effect trilogy on Switch. What EA games would you like to see on Nintendo Switch? And I uh, had a whole bunch of people reply, which I'm very excited about. Uh, so first off, a good friend of mine, N64Josh, he replied, Madden. I can't believe that it has taken uh ea this long to get their their second i think it's probably their second biggest franchise if i were to guess uh fifa is probably their biggest franchise and and that's on the nintendo switch but they didn't bother to bring over madden and you would think that they would have now i'm not excited for madden on the nintendo switch but i know a lot of people who would be excited for uh, a, a real simulation style football game on the Nintendo Switch. And I don't know if Josh is just interested in simulation football or actual Madden or just any football game. And what I would say to that is 2K Games has a football game coming out. I'm assuming that it's going to come to the Nintendo Switch 
I worry that that uh, EA will say, no, we're not going to bring Madden to the Switch because... And I don't know what engine they use for Madden, but I'm going to guess that it's probably the Frostbite engine. And Madden is one of those games that is gorgeous. I I don't like it myself, but I know so many people who love those games. And whenever I see it, I'm like, man, it's sometimes if you just if you just kind of glance, you might see it and think, am I watching an actual football game? Like, that's how good that those look if you're not really paying attention. So can they get that game to run on Nintendo Switch? That's a really tall order, I think. And I don't know the EA cares enough to make that happen and make it happen well. So, you know what, Josh? I, I hope that you get what you want, but I, I fear that even if you do get what you want, you're not going to be happy with what uh, you know with how it turns out. Here's what I would say instead would be really cool. And I bet you most people would disagree with me, and maybe this is just nostalgia speaking, but I would love it. If they brought like Madden 92, remember Madden 92? Like that's the last Madden that I played that I enjoyed was Madden 92. And I think it was on Sega Genesis. I would love it if they would bring that football game, Madden 92, but with updated rosters. I think that that would be really cool. And I think that people would be excited to play the old school Madden games again especially if they brought in the updated rosters. And I have to say, it would be far less work to do that than it would be to, and I hate to use this phrase, but dumb down Madden, the like the modern Madden, to work on a, a less capable system like the Nintendo Switch. That being said, we've seen what uh, what some companies can do on the Nintendo Switch, and it is incredibly impressive. So maybe EA can actually make it happen. Who knows? Um, Power uh, Tom uh, from the Power Time podcast uh, said, Skate 4, but I'll settle for a Skate 3 port. Um, I played the original Skate. I believe it was on the Xbox 360. I thought it was a pretty cool game. Uh, it, it's not something that I would buy, but... I think it would sell really, really well. I honestly forgot that that was an EA game. Uh, Harold Price says, Plants vs. Zombies, not Garden Warfare, the original before EA messed it up. Uh, as far as Plants vs. Zombies, the original, like that was a mobile game for your phone. Okay, I, I get that. I think that... I think that that wouldn't, I, I don't think that that would sell very well. I don't think it would do very well at all, especially because people can just play it on their phones and most people have phones. And it was a very touch heavy game and being able to play that with your Switch docked wouldn't be very fun. So I think that they'd be better off bringing Garden Warfare, actually Garden Warfare 2 is a, you know, they have a better one or not better, but you know, the newer one. Or maybe a Garden Warfare 3. I think that would be interesting as well. Uh, Philip Keating says, Boom Blocks. And that one kind of took me by surprise. I didn't anticipate anybody asking for Boom Blocks. If you don't remember what Boom Blocks is, it was this game that was made by, uh, you know, I don't want to say by Steven Spielberg, but in conjunction with Steven Spielberg. In fact, there's famous pictures of Steven Spielberg playing Boom Blocks with Shigeru Miyamoto 
uh, and basically you had like these these big towers of blocks and stuff, and I think you had to like throw things at them, and you did it with the Wii con- the, the Wii remote, and it would make a lot of sense for you to do that with the uh, Switch Joy Cons. I think that that would like boom blocks. That 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 idea surprised me, but I think it's uh, I think that's a good idea. I would like to see it. Uh, Chris Becker says I'll cheat and go off what was already rated by the ESRB and say Unravel One. Uh, they've also got Burnout coming in July. So when they say they've got multiple games on the way, those two make up multiple games. Just those two. Of course, I also want Apex Legends. I would love Apex Legends to come to the Nintendo Switch. Not for me. I'll just continue to play it on PS4. But for anybody out there who's looking for a really good Battle Royale game that is not Fortnite and uh doesn't and they don't have access to either a pc an xbox or a playstation um apex legends is in for me it's my favorite battle royale game it's fantastic and uh, i think the developers have done a lot of really good things with it so i would like to see apex legends come to the nintendo switch i'm doubtful that that will happen though uh that is a very very resource hungry game and the uh, the Nintendo Switch is pretty low power. Um, Jade Silk says Ma- Mass Effect would be great on Nintendo Switch. It would be nice to have those games be more mobile. And I have to say, before the Nintendo Switch came out, I thought to myself, why would I ever want the these big um, these huge games on a portable platform? And what I didn't realize at the time was that playing these big games on a portable platform means that I can take that that game from place to place to place with me and keep playing. I don't have to sit down in this one place to play the game. And that is actually pretty huge. That's the reason I have 200 hours in Breath of the Wild. Because even though that is this massive game that you can dump hundreds of hours into, you can do it in little tiny bits. And the Mass Effect series is an amazing RPG, and I would absolutely love to see that on Nintendo Switch. I think that that would be really, really awesome. Uh, let's see. I've got so many more, um, uh, so many more responses. Let's see. Uh, the gamer to the right says the Bard's Tale series. Um, I've never played. Well, that's not true. I think I got the Bard, like one of the Bard's Tales games through like a humble bundle at one point. And I have it on my PC. I think I installed it and played like a tiny little bit of it, but never got into it. Heard great things about it. Uh, Bulls versus Blazers. That is actually a really interesting choice that I didn't think anybody would say. Um, and then Road Rash. Now that one, I'm I I would love to see a, a remake of those old Road Rash games. Earlier this episode, I asked what are some games that you want to be you know revived from the dead. Road Rash was amazing. I have a lot of really great memories playing Road Rash with my brothers on our Sega Genesis uh, on the weekend. That game was awesome. If you never played Road Rash, it was a um, it was a, a motorcycle racing game where you had to race to uh, get to the end before everybody else, but you also had like crowbars and chains and stuff to to hit people with as you drove past them. 
really, really fun game. I'm getting all kinds of nostalgic feelings just thinking about it. Uh, the gamer to the right continues and says Ultima seven and NHL 94. Um, my experience with the Ultima series is only Ultima online. Never would that work with controls, uh, like with a controller, it would, it needs to be a mouse and keyboard kind of game. That being said, if they could adapt Ultima online to play on a Nintendo switch, I would probably buy it. (laughs) Uh, even though I played that, like, I don't know, it seems like 20 years ago. And then uh, NHL 94, you know, I would love to see a good hockey game on the Nintendo Switch. Not for me, but for all of those people out there who uh, love uh, hockey. All right. One last reply. And we will say uh, right here, uh, Josh Creighton says any of the Star Wars Battlefront titles. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is an amazing game. Would never launch on the Nintendo switch and why? Because it's well over a hundred gigabytes, uh, for storage on my PS4. That's too bad because that game is awesome. And it got a really bad launch because EA kind of got its fingers in there and tried to microtransaction the hell out of it. But the players said, uh, screw you. Don't do that. And the EA said, Oh, 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 okay. Sorry. Uh, we won't do that. They fixed everything, but it still had a terrible launch, even though it's a really, really good game. Like Dice did a wonderful job making that game. EA just botched its launch because they tried to get too greedy. Uh, But hey, that's what EA does. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for the replies. These are all wonderful ideas. If you haven't followed me on Twitter, I'm at RunJumpStomp. You can follow me and you can see all of the other replies as well. Hey, Paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. All right, and as I said at the very beginning, I thought that I was going to have to break this into two episodes because of uh, the number of replies I got. So thank you, everybody who replied again. Uh, if you've never joined our community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord, you are missing out on some fantastic conversations with over 1,200 other people who like the stuff that you like. Uh, give us a shot over there, runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Uh, I record this show live on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. I've got a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. I've got another show called StadiaCast over at uh, youtube.com slash StadiaCast. And, uh, you know, check it out, all, check out all of that stuff and follow me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you want to check out more information and check out the other shows on the network, head on over to gstu.net. And if you want to support the show, uh, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music that you are hearing right now is Cornaria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Uh, Thank you for listening, and I will see you guys next time. Until then, stay rad. Bye-bye.